They catch you in the middle of a snack there or something? I did, like, frantically eat some food right before I hopped on because I was feeling a little, a little hungry. And I had a feeling Mark was going to mention something about food. And he did, and I'm very glad uh, that I did have a snack before because it's gonna allow me to fend off a emergency trip to mcdonald's after this Mm. um because pre-recording for listeners mark was talking about uh burgers and uh not necessarily the most healthy of foods and it really like it hit me just right in the i want to make bad decisions that i know i shouldn't make sort of part of my brain (laughs) um because they would just be oh so delicious. Yeah. So I'm glad I made a better decision. But I thought I had more rice. Yeah. I thought I had more rice, but I didn't. So that was disappointing, but. That's no good. Like, as in like you thought you had more like already cooked rice to make something simple or. Yeah. So the okay. snack that I had was some like rice with chana masala. Mmm. Solid. Chana masala-ish. We'll call it that. Sure. Uh, you don't you don't want to overcommit to your abilities. Y- yeah, well, and I know it is far from <laughs> the A word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a second, I thought I spelled the word wrong in my head. <laughs> is it better or worse? Do you think? Actually, let me see if I can find this. My mom, at the beginning of COVID, came across some like pre-done chana masala stuff. Like like a a bag that you can microwave basically, and Ooh. she sent me a bunch of them. Like frozen? No, or no, like no. They ramen are noodles. They are style. Well, kind of neither. They oh. are shelf stable because they're just chickpeas, you know. Yeah. But they're in a liquid. Like they, they're shelf stable, but they are in a like suspended in some sort of liquid in this bag that, and you just throw the whole thing in the microwave. You don't add hmm. water. Hmm. Uh, but I don't remember where she got them from, so now I want to see if I can find it. I know it's in a yellow bag. I was going to say Trader Joe's, but then you said shelf stable. So I Tasty I Bite Chana Masala. I found it. What is this? From? Heck yeah. All right. I'll link to Walmart because that's the first way that I could find it. Ah. Uh, okay. Here you go. The question is, is your quote unquote Chana Masala better or worse than this? "Quote unquote chana masala." Um, Walmart. Walmart's I website has a four point rating. Uh, I, based on the the slightly washed out picture on their website, which like I don't understand how that exists. Uh, like this is your website. Why don't you have a more saturated image? But anyway, uh, like why is it like it's like I'm looking at it through like a piece of like three layers of plastic wrap. Uh. I would say mine looks better than that, slightly. Okay. I, I won't comment on whether it looks more or less authentic than that. Okay, so um, here, here's a description on a different store's website. Organic Chana Masala that's ready in 60 seconds? Tasty Bite makes it happen. I This like vegan think... and gluten-free recipe features tender chickpeas alongside tomato, onion, and traditional spices for a quick and healthy meal. Just add rice. Oh. Is it gluten free? Uh, they say so. I guess chickpeas probably are gluten free. Yeah, 
There's beans. Oh no! Is is what? LOL. The first recommended uh, review, first uh-huh. most helpful positive review. Okay. On the link you sent me, uh, starts out by saying the chickpea tikka masala. Huh. Gotta love when people misname the product <laughs> they're well, reviewing. I, they might have that still. It could be that they're like combining things, like they're combining reviews, but probably not. What about what about the one that is China masala like I would make? Dot dot dot, but better. Oh my wait, let me find this. It's the one right under at least for oh. me, it's right underneath the one that you just said. Years ago. And st why did I say stuff? Years ago, I also began to saute them with spices and quote-unquote stuff. And then I discovered that India has done this millennia ago. Chana masala. <sighs> Frozen versions which are fine, but then Tasty Bites came along. Shelf-stable and oh-so-yummy. Their version is fully bodied and flavorful. All I could want. I hate that review. What about... I, that, what I about like I had to read that. <laughs> Never disappointed, but this one is my favorite. Not too spicy. (laughs) (sighs) If you see, it does have a little spiciness indicator next to the non-GMO project thing that uh, puts it firmly in mild. Yeah. I wonder if they have. So I think I've only (laughs) ever had their, what? I love like lukewarm reviews that are just like very to the point. Yeah. And one of them is just titled, Unlikely. The <laughs> entirety of the review is, the quality of this product could be improved. <laughs> That's oh. great. I'm looking through trying to figure out if my mom ever sent me anything other than the Chana Masala. Because I personally was not that... Like, I ate them, especially when I was kind of on more of a health kick. But I didn't particularly enjoy the, like, very off-putting sludge on rice vibe that it gave me out of the bag Mm. uh so that is definitely uh, in terms of the presentation i agree that yours almost certainly looks more appetizing than what comes out of this Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm looking at other stuff and seeing like like is there would their vegetable tikka masala be better maybe Mm -hmm. uh they have indian vindaloo I don't actually know how to pronounce that. I always feel weird trying to pronounce it. But that one's on the hot scale. Mm. All the way to the right. That sounds good. Hearty vegetables and tomatoes simmered in a spicy curry sauce. Got any reviews on this fella? Ooh, 3.8. Actually, speaking of spicy, this time when I made it, I decided I wanted it to be spicy. And so I added some spice to it. And it's definitely making it further from authentic, I'm sure. But... Mm was a wonderful addition. Yeah. Give me something to do with my uh, Trader Joe's habanero hot sauce. Nice. You want to hear a a extremely good three-star review? Yes. Love Vindaloo. Better to my taste than their other mild flavors. Being spicy, this one usually isn't available at my local store. Could always be better, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that review sounds very positive for three stars. I'm going to be honest. I agree. Because there's so many star like reviews that are like, oh, five stars. I wasn't horribly disappointed by the product. Yeah. Or a good one star review from 10 days ago. I never got them. You say they were delivered on the 27th. I have never seen them. Nice. (laughs) Thank you for providing useful feedback to other customers. (sighs) 
I do like Indian food. I have some stuff that I want to make some Jalfrezi with soon. Mm. Need to double check that it's still all good. That's really that's the only Indian food I've ever made. I've never yeah. tried any other kind of curry or tikka masala or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Someday this is maybe. The only thing I've tried. Hmm. I feel. I just, but I I typically resist making like I don't know like ethnic foods that I either don't know well or like because like I've never actually like actually yeah I haven't eaten that many like Indian restaurants or anything hmm. ever and so it's like the flavors aren't something I'm very naturally familiar or like familiar with in general and so it's like I don't know what it should be sure all the time and so that I feel like that's part of why I don't like lean towards making it like yeah i've had a lot of pad thai in my life so like i feel comfortable vaguely comfortable making a decent pad thai that's like Mm -hmm. again not authentic but makes me happy um yeah i mean with jail frazy that's just like that is what i get at an indian restaurant if they have it and i have been to uh several and and the couple that i went to in san diego i went to a lot (laughs) so Mm. most of it for me is like chasing just the flavor profile of the thing that i liked there mm-hmm. you know and the particular recipe that i've been using now for a few years does a pretty good job as far as i can tell my only issue is that i sometimes make it spicier than i intended to <laughs> it's really easy to do because it calls for like cayenne pepper and stuff yeah uh, so it's easy to accidentally go overboard but i the reason i like joffrezi is that it's one of the ones that has the like best mix of vegetables mm. and also it's just super easy to make because you don't need to put in effort to make like a whole sauce uh mm-hmm. so typically when i've had gel frazy it's it's really not in much of a sauce because all you're doing is like sauteing down a bunch of chopped tomatoes and onions and that like just creates your sauce you don't add anything extra mm-hmm. so it's a it makes it pretty lightweight because of that mm-hmm. so yeah Being reasonable to execute successfully exactly so but i do always feel weird if i'm i don't i try not to overrepresent it if i'm cooking it for someone else you know yeah it's like this is like i call it chicken gel frazy but i just say like like this is roughly kind of like indian food you know but it's you know it's just a thing that I make, similar to how I make, it's like, oh, I'm making fried rice. Well, that just means I'm just making fried rice the way that I make fried rice. And if that's meaningful, that's fine. But I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make claims, just trying to give a sense of what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like with something like fried rice, I'm more confident or comfortable being confident in making a statement. I feel like almost purely because of the name. Because the name is a description of processes through which, or, like, a product and process through which product was put, rather than, like... I mean, yes and no. It Even though the name of the food happens to be descriptive, people have a... If you just say, I'm making fried rice... Yeah. People have a pretty clear sense of what that means. I I agree, but there's something probably dumb that probably shouldn't be how my brain interprets it. We're just like, oh yeah, it's a description. So it's like, it's... In my brain, it just, like, seems less of a imposing thing to sure. seek out or to attempt, I guess, mm-hmm. versus, like, some dish that I've never heard of. 
that's based on flavors I know I am not familiar with. Yeah. I would feel much more hesitant to try to cook that. Now, what if you had, what if you found some recipe that happened to be very similar to mimicking some other recipe that you would otherwise be uncomfortable attempting or claiming that you know how to make, but it's just given some other arbitrary name? Oh, I'd feel much better doing that. Okay. Yeah. Because then it it gives you something to, because I feel like the biggest thing is for me when I make like food that's from other cultures, typically, I am really making a, this dish inspired dish. Yes, I agree. But it's insufferable to call everything that. Yeah. And so I won't. Then I think I think the but solution like, here. If you have a name for it that <laughs> isn't the actual dish yeah. that you're approximating, yeah, then it's a lot easier. So I think what you do is you just use. Here's an example. Like let's say you're making a chicken dish, right? It's not something you would typically make. You're not comfortable making claims about it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna serve it to someone, and they say, "What are you cooking for dinner?" And you say, "Oh, just the house chicken." Ooh, I'm trying to decide how like insufferable this would make me as a person because <laughs> I actually and it would be so good. I actually really no, like I, the idea, but I just I feel like it would make me a bad person. I want to start doing this. <laughs> not fun person to be with. <laughs> but like, I like the hey, everyone come on over for some of our house chicken. Yeah, because it can it can be anything. Exactly. Um. Yeah. You could even use like or what, do you, what do you mean? I mean, because because it's, it's like it's it almost feels more specific than like you could be super evasive and say something like "Oh, tonight's special." Yeah, and just not give it a name, not even refer to what's in it. At, not a single chicken? ingredient. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like but... magic broccoli. <laughs> Still one of my well, favorite I know recipes. What, I know what magic broccoli is. That's that's meaningful. Yeah. Magic chicken, though. Yeah. Or maybe what you say is, like, you find the closest translation and then you, like, retranslate it into, like, German. Mm. Right? You take it through, like, multiple layers of Google Translate, maybe? Exactly, yes. Okay, so let's do this with tikka masala. I feel like... <laughs> let's see if this one works. Okay, so uh, tikka masala, it's not detecting the language yet. Um, let's assume that it's that. Okay, so that's a swing and a miss on what tikka masala means. <laughs> what does tikka masala mean? I feel like is tikka masala even like I feel like I'm trying I'm trying to figure it out. It I, might just I be a British know. name. Could be. Could uh, be. Because there's a lot of stuff with like Okay, chicken tikka masala is composed of chicken tikka, uh, which is traditionally small pieces of boneless chicken baked using skewers. Or over charcoal after marinating in spices and yogurt. So that so chicken so the tikka part refers to how the chicken itself is cooked and the fact that it's boneless. Okay, and then presumably the masala refers to <laughs> yes, it refers to the spice mix specifically coming from a Hindi slash Urdu word. So now I got to look up what masala means. Masala. I'm actually just noticing I watched two whole YouTube, like an hour of YouTube videos about chicken tikka masala in the past week. Hmm. Oh, God. Well, whatever. We're just going to roll with this um, and see what happens. 
So when I go to Urdu and type in the word masala, which is hard to do because uh, the alphabet is not the same. All right, let's try typing in tikka masala and see what comes up. Okay, when I typed in masala, it came up with problem. And when I type in tikka, it says stuck. So we'll go with stuck problem. Okay. Sound good? Okay, Mark. Whatever we'll you say. German. <laughs> how how do you like the idea of festeckendis chicken? Chicken festeckendis. No, no, take it through a couple languages and then back to English. Okay, okay. Um Okay, so I gotta switch and then we'll go from so from German to something else. Yeah. Do you have a suggestion? Maybe Welsh. Welsh is gonna uh, make things problematic. Yeah. Can we take it through uh, French? Maybe we want to end up on French, maybe. Let's take it through Swahili at some point. Swahili, I'll do that now. Swahili, okay, done. And then how about how about uh Croatian? And let's go to French, see if that gives us something we could even attempt to pronounce. Okay. And let's go let's see where we're at if we try and go back to English. Is I feel like this is not a complicated enough sentence. Yeah, it came back exactly the same in English. Oh dang. Hmm. Oh well. We'll have to come up with something else. Well Sorry, bud. That's okay. Um, but yes, you are. Many sources attribute the origin of chicken tikka masala to the South Asian community in Great Britain. Some mm-hmm. specifically cite Glasgow as the city of origin. <laughs> nice. Uh, made derived from butter chicken, which is actually a popular dish in the Indian subcontinent proper. Mm-hmm. Um. It- but tikka masala itself seems to be pretty firmly somewhere in the UK. Yeah. Good call. I, assuming any of the videos I watched were at all factual, or Okay, here, let's do this. Let's, let's call this spice blend, um, <laughs> spice blend boneless we, chicken. I, I feel like maybe you're really focused on this and you know what's going on. I have so even completely lost what we're... Are we describing chicken tikka masala? We're trying we to, describing we're trying something to else? come up with an algorithm that can generate a better name that you're more comfortable using. Okay. Because right? if you had asked me what we were doing right now, algorithm would have not been a word that would have ever entered well, into al- my algorithm vocabulary. Algorithm is perhaps a strong, a strong way uh, of saying what we're going for, but yeah, that's it would have been the idea. Like, coming up later than the like thousandth attempt that i took at describing what we're doing so we're sure 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 uh i feel like (laughs) i feel like the problem is that google translate is like too good now or too bad like i don't know if it's holding on to like the original thing that i do every time i switch languages Mm -hmm. or is like the trick to like copy from one and then like kind of like reset yeah you know Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Let's go there. Let's go here. Okay, if we go back to English now, let's see how far we made it. Okay, we have fi- we got a slight arrangement of words. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I started with, uh, I think it was like spice blend boneless chicken or something like that. And now it's boneless chicken with many spices. Mm, it's changing. Yep. So I feel like you have to like pick your language of choice 
and then like pull out two words from the um whatever comes out of it and that's just like the name of it mm-hmm. be so my... you just like make up a random name that's vaguely related is this the the yeah. algorithm we centered on or i think ended so on? i think so okay that's less satisfying than i wanted but uh or we could just go back to house chicken that i was wanting something so i'm okay with that just go back to house chicken yeah house chicken or or special chicken or mystery no not mystery chicken let's not call it that um yeah that's not good Ooh, what about spiced grilled chicken delight Oh, uh, I love how unhelpful ChatGPT is sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just dis- I spent far longer than I should have trying to describe the situation that we are trying to remedy. Uh, and the response I got included the phrases, "It's great that you're conscious of cultural sensitivity." <laughs> and oh, homestyle chicken tikka fusion. <laughs> or spiced grilled chicken delight. Honestly, go with go with homestyle chicken fusion. Take out the tikka part, but like a homestyle chicken fusion is great. <laughs> Otherwise, the the what was it? Spice something chicken delight. Yeah, and if you make it really spicy, you could call it homestyle chicken nuclear fusion. Mmm, there it is. I love it. All right, I'm gonna see if I can quickly describe something to ChatGPT and get other ideas. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I wonder what the paid version would have given me. That was even the free version. That was a pretty, pretty, pretty winning a suggestion. I, I would say. Okay, so I have. Okay, I'm gonna pick out the ones that are the best. Um, aromatic spice infused chicken. <laughs> That's here's, so. Here's one that you definitely shouldn't use: exotic spice blend chicken. <laughs> Okay, wow. here it is. Here it is. Bold that was the that was the closest I've been to choking on something while we've been having an episode ever. <laughs> okay, two two others that I like: tantalizing spicy grilled chicken. I do not like that name. <laughs> and bold and spicy chicken delight. I am more okay th- with that name than whatever it, the tantalizing it, it also, one was. It also came up with one very similar to, which is fusion spice chicken delight. Yeah. Can you give me some more using chicken? delight or the phrase house chicken (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go heavenly chicken delight Mm. gourmet spice chicken delight uh supreme flavor i'm just waiting for like uh, you keep going you keep going ignore me spice symphony chicken delight huh royal spice chicken delight hmm (laughs) (laughs) and then okay so the house chicken ones Here's what it comes up with. Uh, signature house chicken, home-style spice-grilled house chicken, chef's special house chicken, cozy kitchen house chicken, I... flavorful family house chicken, <laughs> spiced hearth house chicken, <laughs> traditional twist house chicken. Wow. I gotta say, I particularly like uh, whatever the chef's special one was or whatever. Uh, yes, yeah, sp- chef's special house chicken. Because as generic as it gets, I like I like implying to others that I refer to myself as chef at home when I'm cooking alone. (laughs) Like I am chef. 
<laughs> you just walk around with a mirror and say, yes, chef. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yes, chef. I am an idiot sandwich chef. I, I wear my chef hat when I cook. <sighs> and then I, I, I serve or I, I no, I throw the food on the counter, yell and ring a bell for service. And then I change clothes, go pick up the food, bring it to the other side of the counter. And then I change clothes again, sit down and pretend like I just received the food from a server. You just got to take a hat on and off. That's all you need. Simplify your life. Oh, that's that's probably... Okay, so what's the hat for the server, though? Like, I got the chef's hat. I, I know what that one's going to be. And the customer's going to be a baseball hat, but then you got to take it off before you start eating, because that's rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's the server's hat going to be? Uh, like a like one of those baseball hats with a, with a propeller on top? If you'd like, if that's the vibe you're going for in your restaurant. I don't know. If that's the correct attire for serving chef special house chicken it helps you fly over there quicker you know yeah yeah little propeller grant has brought shen comics by shen (laughs) t we have a fella lounging out in an armchair eyes closed in like a kind of obnoxiously professorial way if you will (laughs) uh explaining something to us the audience and and they begin, I never get sick. My immune system is so good, it doesn't just protect me. And he opens his eyes, finger extended to make a point. My immune system has area of effect damage. And we cut to a description, a visual description of what this means. We have the same fella uh, hanging out at a bus stop, listening to music through wired headphones on their device of choice. Coming up from their behind and to their right is a sickly person wearing a mask, uh, kind of green in the face, going cough, cough. And then from a distance, we see extending outwards like a ghoul from uh this person's from our our main character's kind of head or torso region is a totally juiced like immune system creature from the that we see from the torso up uh it's got it's various shades of green it has crazy bug eyes kind of a thing uh and some like plus signs on its chest and around it to show that it's good for your health and it is (laughs) punching the sickly person straight in its in their solar plexus so hard that germs are flying out of the back of this person's back uh the mask has fallen off of them as the immune system goes and the area of effect damage is uh shown in the final panel where the sickly person is now looking at themselves their mask is on the ground and based on the uh, visual clues around their head of health plus signs and little yellow stars, like like shiny stars kind of a thing, they seem to be thinking to themselves, huh, I'm all better. They, they don't say that. I'm just, I'm ad-libbing. <laughs> just to make it clear to the audience if they, if they check my work. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were, you were pulling a grant here and, uh. Coming making up, with up words your own that words for the comic <laughs> that aren't a part of the comic. 
You know, you can't steal my stuff, Mark. Come on. That's my brand here. I'm going to sue you for copyright infringement or for oh, no. trademark, trademark infringement. Yeah. So, Mark, my first question for you this evening is, and I, I want you to not reference the comic for this. Okay. I want your opinion, not the comic's opinion. Mm. What color would you most closely uh, associate with one's immune system? Hmm. I'm going to go with, like, either red or blue. Okay. Just kind of depends on the particular vibe and the shades. But that's what I think of. But like, I'm, thinking of I'm thinking of Osmosis Jones. Okay. I'm the, I was really, uh, I got to be honest, I was really, like, not on board. And then you said Osmosis Jones, and I'm like, I'm down. Yep, 100% correct. Totally <laughs> buy it. I will die on this hill defending this idea. Like, because you can have shades of each of those that just don't quite work. Yeah. And, like, contexts that don't quite work. Just like you could have um, any shade of green that is not any of the shades of green used in this entire comic (laughs) to demonstrate health. But this comic artist managed to use only shades of green that, to me, read as I'm ill. Yeah. So this, you really hit at where my question came from. Because I was going to start by critiquing the comic. But then I thought to myself, well, how would I do it better? And I got to say, like, I feel like it was something that I struggled with. And so I was going to avoid critiquing the comic. But now we're already back there. So, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the, like, uh, indicating sickness by giving somebody a slight green color to their skin and then having the immune system uh, monster be the exact same shade of green. Yeah. But other than that, I do quite like this comic. Um, other than that single color choice. I agree. And I feel like, I don't know, would blue have, no, blue would have been okay. I wouldn't mean blue. Not. I think blue or red would have been best. Um, because like you want the, like, like all those little, all the little plus signs should be like red cross signs. Like that's, that's where that comes from. Right. They should yeah. be something like that or something totally unrelated to like typical health symbology that still just points out the fact that like, oh, you know. Like, the plus signs on the fourth panel are almost superfluous because the fact that there are clear germs being punched out of this guy's back <coughs> is the relevant part. <laughs> and then you can focus on the oh. last part of it to make it clear that they're, that they're better by taking away, again, take away the green plus signs. Like, we're all adults here. The yellow sparkly things and the fact that they are no longer green in the face is fine you know Mm -hmm. if we accept that they're gonna use green in the face which is good enough you know Mm -hmm. that's my take there's a little too much work going on yeah i i yeah um because when i first saw i first skimmed this comic and i saw the immune system thing it took me like two looks over this to be sure that that's what it was the first yeah. time I saw it, I assumed that it had something to do with the person who was sick, not our main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which our is main confusing. Character. Yeah. Um. Jeez, you really made me like. I love discussing comics with you, Mark, especially because you always point out things to me that I didn't notice that are like details that I love. I love that the germs are being punched out of his back. This is a detail that I would have never noticed on my own, but the second you pointed it out, it's my favorite part of the comic. 
Well, I'm glad I could provide some insight. Like, that's... I feel like it's a statement of how effective this guy's immune system is. Yeah. Is that, like, germs are being excreted through his skin and a part of his body that, like... You, I feel like you would least associate with, like, immune system thing. Like, I don't think about my back when I think about, like, my immune system or, like, things... Germs. Do you think about your butt? I think about my butt relating to germs more than my back, yes. Yeah. You just pretend um, they're coming out of his butt at weird angles. Well, I feel like it's a I feel like it's an effective part of the comic of like showing how powerful the immune system is. <laughs> is that like no, the the germs aren't like taking the time to be uh excreted from the most likely parts of the body. They're going straight through his back. Because yeah. it's directly uh perpendicular to the point of attack of the immune system or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know if perpendicular is the right term here but i'm not i'm not a geographer Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and we'll let mark sit with that one um this brings up another thing for me mark that came up this i'm no i'm no entomologist well but but you're closer to being a topologist than i am uh and a topology question came up oh and i try to channel my inner mark with it Okay. Um, and I want to know how good I did. <laughs> All right. I'd love to know more. The question was posed to me that I feel like I had the correct level of, uh, how do I describe this? Scoffing at it as if it was a stupid question is how many holes does a straw have? Mm. I hate when these sorts of questions come up. There is, this came up in a, we talked about this. Didn't I we? nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> we came up, this came up in a podcast that I was it listening did. to. Yeah. I feel I like it came up in this, this podcast, right? didn't it? No, no. I, I told you about it in this podcast, at this oh. other podcast. I think so. It's a podcast called Robot or Not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this came up, and I was very frustrated. Like every other math person who wrote into them after they published the episode. Because I get what they're saying when people say to, you know? Yeah. But, but also, it's not right. It's not right. Yeah. I I think I did a better job channeling you than I thought I did after hearing <laughs> that response to my query here. Um, I'm quite proud of myself. I will just say that so that all listeners know that. I'm proud of myself like somebody might be proud of uh, Caliban's Cat by B. Caliban. Cl- nope, I made up that name and that's fine and we're going to roll with it. Could be correct. We don't know. Um, yeah, it's those invisible letters that really get you. Yeah, and Mark really, really leaned into the sudden grant up for success tonight. This uh, is more. By, first of all, choosing a comic that I should have been able to pronounce the name of. <laughs> and then one also without words in it. So we are set in a a tropical environment presumably on some sort of tropical the coastline of a tropical island that is not the point we are really set in the like air directly above the water right offshore from a potential tropical island and in the water below there is some sort of boat moving along with some sort of creatures in it but what the focus we're looking at is is a cat Specifically a cat that is flying with board shorts on, green sunglasses, and yes, I said cat is flying because it has uh, 
Uh, it's got wings that are styled as if a bumblebee was tasked with saying when the end of a NASCAR race was. Uh, and then an equally yellow uh, flipper attached to its tail to presumably act as the... Uh, the it's not the vertical stabilizer the whatever the 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 rudder the rudder sure is that a plain word though i think pretty sure isn't it Uh okay yeah the 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 rudder yeah we'll go with that there's one picture of a plane that came up when i googled this so we're gonna be okay with that yeah and there are not words other than the name of the author signed below which i don't need to say again because i've said it so correctly so many times superb grant uh-huh. First of all, we'll ask the the less interesting question. Do you wish that you could fly? Is that when people ask you about superpowers, is that one of the ones that gets to the towards the top of your list or no? Probably like do I wish that I could fly? Well, yeah, if I could have a superpower versus not having a superpower, sure, I'd take a superpower. Mm-hmm. Uh but like is it one near the top of the list? I don't really think so. I don't I feel like there's other superpowers that would be more... Wow, that makes me sound really self-centered. Uh, let's think of something that makes me sound less like a bad person. What I was going to say is uh, more valuable to my day-to-day life. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that's what all superheroes worry about is uh, how their powers uh, can benefit them personally um, in the absence of those around them. But, yeah, I, it's not one of the superpowers that pops into my mind first, I would say okay i feel like there's other things that most of the time can accomplish the effective goal of being able to fly while also giving you other utility so um ill-defined hypothetical Ooh, i love these let's say you can you have the ability to fly but you have to choose like you always have the ability to fly but it has to be through some means that isn't like completely magic okay so no like superman flight like yeah not just like you will flight into existence you either have to like flap your arms or like something like kind of mildly impractical like okay you have the superpower to fly but it basically just means like you can always like charter a jet when you want to for (laughs) example right i'm super businessman (laughs) exactly super economy (laughs) business person I'm the Delta Sky Club member. Hey, don't mock me. <laughs> uh, how? Like, so the question is, how would I do it? Or wait, did yeah, I miss the yeah. question? What, what? Yeah. What is the the means through which you would? Oh, you know, let you know, in a minorly inconvenient way, achieve flight whenever you want it. Um. Gosh. Okay. I've had a couple bad ideas pop into my head that I'm not going to say aloud on air. Um, one that came into my head that maybe is like being able to move your arms so fast that you could like turn them into like propellers, essentially, <laughs> like essentially like some sort of like bizarre flash superpowers. Yeah, yeah. I guess like you can move so fast and do stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that'd be a good that'd be a that'd be a decent one. Like, sir, if you could just like sprout wings that they would disappear immediately whenever you want them to be gone that'd be mm. pretty that would also work why what would your wings look like um <laughs> like are we talking like like reptilian wings or like bird wings my first thought 
bat wings was more like like wing wings of a hawk um okay okay my second thought was that your super <laughs> not me uh-huh. somebody else is that their superpower was they have a butterfly uh wing tramp stamp that turns into real wings <laughs> or lower back tattoo can we just edit that in it where i <laughs> your mind is a fascinating place grant <laughs> i was thinking of like what other kind of wings would somebody have on their back and it was like okay hawk would be really effective but it doesn't make sense to be on someone's back butterfly wings are something people get tattooed on themselves and mm-hmm. then the next one i thought of was uh angel's wings <laughs> perfect sounds like a perfect tier list of wings to me hawk butterfly and angel what do they have in common <laughs> mm-hmm.